Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. Hanging out with always Brian Dacus. And it's 12 o'clock on a Tuesday. That means I'm talking with Zach Boyd. What up, Zach? How you doing? What's going on, Johnny? Man, I'm chilling, man. Before we get in a bunch of hoops, man, I got to ask you, because I listen to you and Dave in the morning. In the last two days, I've almost wanted to like, like ask both of y'all, what are you thinking? Like, how do you think the 49ers like, are going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs? Like, their defense has been getting gashed, man. They had to come back and beat the Lions. Dan Campbell, like, literally had to be the dumbest idiot on planet Earth to give that game back to him. They gave up 31 points. And then the week before, Green Bay, a seven seed. Jordan Love, a little baby, out there just dominating these fools. Kansas City went to Baltimore, beat Lamar. Went to Buffalo, beat Josh. Told Tyreek Hill and Tua to go back to Miami and chill. (laughs) Like, come on! I feel like Pat Mahomes. Yeah, but Brock Purdy was was nails nails in the second half. Yes, yes, he was. But let's be real: in Pat Mahomes, like the greatest thing we've seen since sliced bread. So, is it just are people betting on San Francisco because now they're tired of Kansas City, or do you really believe that the Forty ers are the better football team? I mean, I think. I think all season long, the 49ers have shown that they can be the best football team. Now, the question is, will that consistently show up? That's a whole nother thing. Because mm-hmm. I said it, I've said it the last the last few weeks or so. Like, like if you got a running game. Now, hey, Christian McCaffrey and the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan, they're they good. got a running game. They have a running game. But I'm talking about their opponents. Like, if you, got, if you have a, a, a running game. You can give yourself, you can get yourself a chance to beat the 49ers. And I really thought the Lions were going to pull it off. I really did too. I still, I I feel so bad for all the people in Detroit. I mean, I feel grateful for my pocketbook because I had a bunch of parlays (laughs) left out with the 49ers on the money line. Yeah. And I had given up on that game by halftime. Yeah. 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 So I haven't, like, I, I still, I still haven't, you know, sat down and actually kind of, thought it through because even though even though the the chiefs are playing their best football right now pretty much all season i think they're I think definitely playing I they're mean, playing their best football by right far now. their best football of the season i got i got it i need i need to sit down and think about it just a little bit longer the one thing that scares me is travis kelsey who disappeared this year i mean again what he did to the ravens defense and you had Kyle Hamilton, who's the best, you know, safety in football against yeah. tight ends. And listen, the 49ers, Fred Warner is very good. He's a linebacker. But man, Sam Laporta with a bum knee had nine receptions and 97 yards in that football game. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey shares his brain with, you know, Pat Mahomes somehow. I mean, I guess Mahomes and Maato, it really works. Like, <laughs> like this dude is tearing up. Plus, he's now got Taylor Swift. It's like, I don't know what it is. It just, 
feels like this Kansas City team is on a historic run. I mean, if you shut down Miami, go to Buffalo, go to Baltimore, and then beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl on a team that a lot of people consider to be inferior to their previous teams that have been to the AFC Championships and have been to the Super Bowl, it would be just like – you know, bleep you, and and again, you'd have to give a lot of credit not credit not just to Pat Mahomes this year to that defense and Spags, and of course that secondary for the Chiefs that just come up so big. I mean, the shed knocking the ball out of Zay Flowers' hands. I mean, that Chiefs defense and Spags has come up nuts. I think Spags. I'm really like Spags, MVP man. Like Spags deserves like like everything. Like his. I don't. I don't know what is it about his defenses. In the playoffs, gives the best day in, uh, quarterbacks in the world. Fit. It's 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 like a light switch goes off with them. Like even even because remember because remember he he was a defensive coordinator for the New York Giants and mm-hmm. they won two Super Bowls with them uh, with uh, under Coughlin. I don't know what it is with 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 his type of defenses in the playoffs, but and I can't I there I can't sneeze at that. I can't just dis- completely dismiss the fact that. Hit like like they show up when they need to in the playoffs. So it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be a really fun game, but it's also gonna be a really tough game to kind of predict too. Because as much because as one thing that is scary, and this is like you're right, and this is where I'm also just again I'm I, I wanted to come in here and just have the opposite view, so we could of course yeah know no. I was listening to San Francisco, but again in my like stomach for some reason I feel like I've now. Bet twice this year against Patrick Mahomes as an underdog. And I've gotten burnt both times. On the road against Buffalo, I got burnt. Against Baltimore, I got burnt crispy. The Mm -hmm. defense, I mean, 95 yards in penalties. Lamar Jackson was indecisive. Todd Munkin caught a horrible game. They abandoned the run. So many damn things you can say about Baltimore and that they showed up so weak on the biggest stage. And it wasn't just one person. That whole team showed up weak. That defense had the dumbest penalties. And again, yes, you can say, well, they didn't give up any uh, any points in the second half because Kansas City was just trying to eat up some clock and kick it back to watch Lamar, Lamar and the Ravens offense shoot themselves in the face. Yeah, yeah, and they had, and that's, and that's, and that was the only saving grace is just the fact that the Ravens defense did enough to where okay. Okay, offense. Here's the ball back. Like, no, nah, let's let's go out and score like like you normally do. And do nothing. It's nothing. So and that's it. That's the thing against Spags and that defense is just it feels like wow they could overwhelm quote Brock Purdy. I and think then I have to cut myself back and say, oh my god, this dude is now again. He has more. He has the same amount of playoff wins as Dak Prescott and Lamar Jackson combined. He is in the second season as a starter, and he is. In the Super Bowl, he led this year in every quarterback metric: uh, yards per attempt, yards per completion, third down conversion. Um, he had the highest quarterback rating versus the blitz this year. Threw fourteen touchdowns versus the blitz. Completed almost seventy percent of his passes versus the blitz. You saw last week versus the blitz. What did he do last week in the second half? Ninety nine quarterback rating. Uh, thirteen for sixteen. Hundred and seventy yards. Forty five. Forty eight yards on the ground. I mean, Brock Purdy has been absolutely nails. But if Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen can't get him. Can Brock Purley really get him? I don't think so. 
In my mind, I, I, why I, I keep talking to myself? I, I think as much as I love Brock, maybe some Brock Purdy. Like, I, damn, I got to give the guy his kudos, and he is damn good. But I mean, you do have Brandon Ayuk, the best route runner. True. I, mean, I can talk myself into this. Debo Samuel's is a freak. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, best running back in football. But then also the but the that defense. The like Chiefs, San Francisco's defense just I feel like is so overrated. The Chiefs' defense have played three quarterbacks that can scramble. Mm-hmm. And they ain't done jack. And yeah, and now and now you. I'm not saying that Purdy is a statue. We kind of saw no, last he week. Was, he, the, he was. The he was. He was. Man is a lot more he, athletic. He, than people he, give him yeah, he can for. move around a little bit. But you're talking about another quarterback, mobile scramble type quarterback against this defense for a four straight time, and you've seen it three straight times where they have literally shut them down. So like yeah, like I could I could there there's a case for the Chiefs to win this game. There's a there's a case for them to win what number three? This is number three for them? Mm-hmm. This would be this is their this is their fourth Super Bowl in five years. Yeah. They've won two of them. They're two and one right now. Man, it's it I mean I'm trying to figure good. out I'm trying to figure out who was their what was their other one? Because I know they they lost to the to the Bucks. Mm-hmm. They beat the 49ers and the, the first Rams. time. No, the Rams won. Who did they beat again? Uh, who? They've won two Super Bowls. Uh huh. The Chiefs, right? They, yeah, they beat. Yeah, the they f- beat the Eagles. Yeah, last year. Eagles. Oh, that's Eagles, right. Yeah. Damn, how fast do we forget about the Eagles? Yeah. Yep, Jalen Hurts. We were seeing, and then man, after Week Ten, we forgot about the Eagles. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, they they missed some Shane Steichen. They missed Jonathan Gannon. They missed everyone. They had the clean house. <laughs> that's what they had to do. Mm-hmm. They brought they brought in uh, all new coordinators, all new assistants, and everything. So it's I don't know if it's going to work, but okay, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But damn, man, I'm sorry, I was off on the football. No, you good? I, I love me some NFL. Action. I know, I love it. I love it. I love it. But anyway, but right I think now, my in my early lean right now, if you can't tell, is I'm leaning Kansas City. And again, I know this sounds crazy, but again. Pat Mahomes, I forgot to even mention the stat. Have you seen the stat? Him is he's the ultimate underdog. His record against the spread as an underdog, 10, 1, and 1. That's against the spread. Straight up, he's 9 and 3 as an underdog. Mm-hmm. Dude, dude is nails. And again, he's won 14. He's 14 and 3 in his playoff record. Like, it's just the dude is the ultimate winner. I don't know. It's hard to bet against him and Andy Reid. But. No. I digress. Got to get to a little NBA action. Um, let's start with the Tigers. <laughs> NBA, action. NBA action. That's why I was laughing. Basketball. <laughs> <action. laughs> no, 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 no. I, I was just kidding. No, we're, I do want to actually start with um, something that I saw last night that I found fascinating. It's Dylan Brooks. Uh, did you see Dylan getting under the skin of the Lakers last night? Like you I, wouldn't believe. I saw. I saw the video of he pushed Vanderbilt. Yeah, I didn't. I, I just. I just saw the. The I guess the flagrant one that he he gave LeBron. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just. I, yeah. I, I saw that this morning. I was like, okay, all right. Well, Dylan back at it. Dylan back at it. But you know, they call us. They well, they, no, I'm saying us as Grizzly fans, but they called Grizzlies. Like dumb for letting Dylan Briggs go. I'm like, yeah, flagrant one. Like, even though he got Vanderbilt ejected, flagrant one is not is not something you want to banner around around you everywhere you go. Well, I mean, I don't know. It seems like it kind of works. I mean, you got um, you know, Green and 
Alperine Sangoon doing their thing, and he gets to be just like the the mean little pain in everybody's keister. I don't know. It kind of works. Yeah. You may do well, it. I mean, like and to be honest with you, it, it's always worked for Dylan. The, the only issue is, is that when when you bad do shots, bad shots, and not making shots, and not being smart. That's that's the only thing. Like we like we don't mind you being a little like towing the line at every, every now and then. The but, thing is, though, is it's weird under Ime Udoka. He is playing his best basketball, I think, because one. He's not shooting a bunch of crazy shots. He's not taking a ton of threes. But this year, he's shooting at a 39% from the three-point line. Yeah, because he's like the fifth or sixth option on yes, this team. but he should have been the fifth or sixth option offensively on the Grizzlies right. as well. But every time he touched the ball, he shot it. Now he actually, believe it or not, they just don't pass it to him because you can't pass it to him. <laughs> So they know he's there it's for like, defense. It's like every offense. He'll get rebounds for you now because he's trying to get the ball. But, no, he's actually, you know, he's playing much better offensively. Every, every I, I can see every every Houston's offensive set is a four-man weave. And it just is. Dylan Don't just, touch it. Dylan Don't just floating around the perimeter. And then if they just so happen to leave him wide open, it's like, okay, we'll, we'll let you take a wide-open shot here. But no, I'm happy for Dylan, man. Like, like, like Dylan. Dylan is not a bad player, as a lot of people assume that he was. He was when he was with the Grizzlies. Like, he wasn't a bad player. It's just when you have an an enforcer type guy, like you got to make sure that they stay within their role. Well, I'll tell you one thing. This is a young team. But like man, I mean Jabari Smith, Thank you, man. Like Green, I'm like that Rockets team right now is pretty is, look, look, is pretty cold looking. Like like for the future. Well, I know, I know, I know we shouldn't be jealous. I know that's that's not one of the things we shouldn't have to have in our hearts to be jealous. But I am so so jealous of the Houston Rockets, man. You're talking about Tari East Eason, Jabari Smith that you mentioned, and you got Cam Whitmore. Mm-hmm. Like what? <laughs> like you got like three dudes that are like six, what six seven six, to six eight. nine? Yeah, and don't forget about Alperin Shingun. And they're all man. well, he plays center, all so they have still. I mean, Cam's I mean, still came nineteen out of nowhere. He's been balling. <laughs> he is balling, but he plays center. I'm just talking about from a wing. I'm just talking about wing wings. perspective. Oh, like but, you. But Zach, I mean, now you have Matthew Hurt. I mean, that's the wing Grizzly fans have always wanted. No, he's nice. He did a great job last night. Game. He did a great job, but looks I, like a looks like a knockoff Mike Miller out there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Saying said he looks like a he, he he's he who Jake Laravia is supposed to. Be. <laughs> I mean, like, not wrong. Like, <laughs> I was like, Good for Matt Hurt. I was like, oh yep. Yeah, because once once he splashed on those two threes, I was like, "Yep, he's already like, better right. than most of our team, <laughs> like most of the players on the team." This is what everyone thought Laravia would be. Yeah, that's Ugh. that's crazy. That was crazy, but yeah, no, I am like, like, like I'm hoping we can get the the team can get to that point where they can have three, four, like switchable wings with with some size on them. Like I would love for that to happen. Man, I just would love to have more than maybe like two or three dudes that can come off the bench and go into a game because you're just so shorthanded. I, I mean, what can you do? I mean, what like can you, you said, do? Matt, go out and sign a bunch so, of ten day guys. La- right. like, so <laughs> this is how bad it is. Matthew Hurt had to play 
tops. 20 plus minutes last night. Yes. <laughs> earned those 20 plus he minutes, earned it. John. He earned it. He played well. That's right. He played well, but that's not ideal. Like, start right, <laughs> like you sign a 10-day, and it's like, all right, cool. By the way, Here's how you 20 minutes. Literally what are you walked thinking in of? with his hustle gear on. Thought he was going down to South Haven for their game. They said, hey, go up to Memphis. And here he Oh, was. that's what happened for I real? That's that. what I heard is he, he walked in with his, his hustle gear, and everyone was kind of like, did he just wear that? Because, like, whatever. But I think, this is my theory, Hustle were playing at the exact same time yeah. last night. My guess is he got ready, was going to go head to the arena, either got to South Haven or was on the way. They called him. They're like, hey, you're going to Memphis. Because he didn't get signed till like, yesterday afternoon. Yeah, like, literally, and, like, uh, yeah. like, around 4, 3 or 4 yeah. this afternoon. And so my guess is that he was already getting ready to go to, to South Haven. And they were like, hey, just go up to Memphis. And he was like, all right, I'm already dressed for the hustle because he's wearing like a hustle hoodie and hustle sweatpants i don't yeah. think you would do that <laughs> if you were if you knew you were going to a grizzlies game yeah that's that's pretty wild yeah. well then and then and you know just sending them it makes sense because you kind of they, they kind of needed that eighth player so mm-hmm. that it doesn't so that they didn't forfeit yeah. the game so they needed that eighth player so it's like okay well let's go let's go sign yeah, Matthew let's, Herb get, to let's get hurt up here Tell me about this uh, Trey Jamison fellow because everyone's been talking about him uh, for like a couple weeks now. Oh, the he's like a he's, him. he's like the second coming of of uh, of Joe. DeAndre uh, DeAndre. Uh, what's the what's the guy's name? Aiton? No, Lob City. Jordan DeAndre. Oh, Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. Oh, wow. He's like the second coming. Like a lot of people, a lot of people are like him. Like he's just, he's just a Trey Jamison. Trey Jamison is good. Is going to be like DeAndre Jordan. He's athletic. He's ch- like chiseled. Like six yeah. eleven. He's been balling two sixty. Chiseled. Yeah. Huh. And I think he can step out and knock down a three as well. All right. He's a double double guy. So in the G League, he, well, he had like thirteen and, a, and thirteen and twelve. On average, I'll take it. So yeah, no, he's been he, he's been one of the bright spots in the G League. He played for the Birmingham Squadron. Mm-hmm. I think that's under the, the Pelicans. Pelicans, that's the, right, under yeah. the Pelicans, alongside Landers Nolly. How about that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, he's a not what uh, what what the so what, what do they got? The ten day contract? Huh? Yeah, he's a, he's a ten day contract, yeah, ten day hardship guy. contract. All right, man. He's got yeah. A, so what 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 DeAndre DeAndre Jordan is a hell of a comparison for right what's now, the, a ten day contract. What's the uh, well, I mean, if he if he plays his role, I mean, yeah, I, if I, it's, it's, it's perfect, man. It. Like it's perfect, perfect. But no, what what what's the the what's the weightlifters? What what's what's the phrase the that they use? Like they, uh, 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 he's a unit. That's oh, what he is. Yeah. He's a unit. unit. That's what. He, that's yeah, what. He's like. I like that. I like like that. A, yoked up. Yoked. <laughs> I'm serious. Like speaking like, of the G League, I'm going down to South Haven dude. this weekend. They're playing G League Ignite two games this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. I'm gonna go down there and see our boy Matas Buzella, Zach. I'll have a whole next Tuesday when you're on with John. I'll have a whole bio for you. I'll have a whole breakdown of our guy Matas Buzelis who the Grizzlies I've already got my pet cat and that's not him. Who is it? That's not him. Zach, you haven't had it the last couple weeks. I thought we were in on Matas Buzelis. I have like the last couple like I have been I have been like just tiptoeing around the draft okay. a little bit. Okay. Man, I see you crazy. always have the draft board pulled up in here, so I know you've been you've been you yeah, know, searching yeah, a yeah, little yeah. bit. Um, All right, well then it's the like. it's the wing. It's the wing. He he actually has my name to be to to be Zach or Boyd. No, it's like uh 
is Zachary. Oh, Rich- oh, yeah, the, yeah. He's from France. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That guy's oh. good. People are I saying s- he could be the number one pick. I saw, I saw some highlights of him the other day, and I was like, exactly that's the yeah. dude we need. Like, guy, like, guy like he fits every. Like the thing, like, like, like the thing about having a big. You can go sign a big. Like for example, like if Trey Jameson decides to ball out on yep. his ten day. Okay, well, they can make room. They can make room and get him on the team. Like that's fine. Like we we can find a big that can that that can soak up minutes. I'm I need dudes that can play. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. need I need some hoopers. Yeah, six nine small forward. Yeah, yeah. Give me that. Yeah, yeah. He's like 18 years old right mm-hmm. now. Like yep. so like bro can be seven feet like in, a, in like in a couple years here, and still have the ability to dribble like a guard and. Uh, be strong enough to finish around the rim. Rasha Share is his last name. It's, Zachariah Rasha Share. I saw Ooh. I I saw some highlights of him playing uh, overseas, and I was like, "Yeah, nah, this kid got it. Yeah, I can see good. it. I can yeah, see it. This I'm, kid I'm got it." NBA Draft.net has him going second, so might need him to stop balling out. Listen, no, nah, well, <laughs> well, well. If the Grizzlies continue to respect the game, <laughs> if the Grizzlies continue <laughs> well, to just go out there and not. Just to tank, just to tank, they will be rewarded. Somehow, some way. Somehow, some way. Going to be rewarded. Ball's bouncing the right way, you're saying? I'm just saying. Well, uh, by the way, what are you thinking about Roddy? He's got tons of minutes now. Um, I mean, where are you at with what you've been seeing with all the minutes he's been getting? I mean, like, at this point, you, he, he he's just going to have to play. Like, mm-hmm. I, I understand, you know, everybody's grief with him because he – he did. He he did. He did that one move where, where, when he has the ball, he tries to like self create, and like every time he tries to self create, he always manages to dribble it off his foot, and it always turns into a turnover somehow. And it's like it happened again last night, and I was like, oh, like that's not ideal. But it's like, who else you're gonna play? Like you can't, right. like, like there's no Vince Williams Jr. There's no Zaire Conchar or anybody else that's available off the bench. Like so, it's like so. Who you gonna play? Like either you gonna let him make as many mistakes on the court with eight guys in the rotation, or or you just gonna sit here and just constantly crucify him, even though when even though the team is just is just missing guys. So speaking of crucifixions, um, I'm afraid of where this is gonna go. Well, I was just saying Easter's coming soon. I, am <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, afraid that, that, of where I mean, like, okay, okay. Go. <laughs> what I mean is okay. So I guess I was kind of thinking when I was watching the the Tigers the other night. I was like, you know, I was giving them kudos earlier in the year, and now all I want to do is crucify these guys. <laughs> They're like making, making me cry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's the city's team. That's, that's right. No, it's right. not anymore. That's, that's the, team. No, it's the you're either you're either, you're either Grizz, team. you're either Grizz fam or you're or you're the city no. team. See, right I mean, now, I'm an old Miss Rebels fan and well, I'm a Dalton well, Connect fan. Get out of here! So look, I moved on. Look, Brian, look, Brian. It got so bad they started talking about college football. The Tigers again, like <laughs> literally, literally. Like, it got the so Tigers bad. lose on UAB, and I'm seeing people who. John, I'll use your word, crucified Ryan Silverfield three months ago going, yes. well, at least we have Tiger football to look forward to. I'm like, what is going on? They I mean, spent, what world do we they live spent, in? They, they, spent the, they spent the last two or three months, cru- you know, just talking bad about the Grizzlies, how uh-huh. the Grizzlies are just bad. Oh, like, Grizzlies are all injured. I don't come know, over right? to, to, to the city's team. <laughs> I don't know break. if you've known this, noticed this. <laughs> all be together. Uh, watching <laughs> the Tigers makes you physically ill. Yes. I can't 
watch him. I get it's, so sick to my stomach and agitated. I was so annoyed that I'm sitting there going, man, I'm, I'd rather watch Baltimore look terrible than watch the Tigers look as yeah, bad as they were. I mean, UAB. Andy Kennedy, man, I don't even want to talk like about it. Was, it, was, it was rough because I, I just remember watching the game and I was like, man. They didn't even like, care to play defense. They didn't try to play defense. I thought they had their come to Jesus moment last week. You know they were supposed to be working so hard up in the gym, and they were getting to get back to the basics. And but see, but see, you man. know, you know the crazy thing about that? It's like I actually believe that they were working hard. It's I actually believe that they well, were they, that they were effort. trying. I watched. Teams I believe cry. that they when were I was watching Houston play defense in Texas last night. Those were teams that were putting in some effort. If that's what they look like after they were trying for a whole I week. I actually believe that I'm they worried. were trying. But it was like. Well, they just didn't try After, against UAB. Right, that's that's. The thing. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. tried the entire week, and then right. Saturday they go, we're tired, or Sunday they go, we're tired, we're yeah, gonna take today yeah. off. But you know, but like no, like watching, like like because again, like I'm I'm in I'm in my group text with with my siblings, mm-hmm. so they're watching. They're watching Tiger basketball sure. from there. Good thing you're not in my from there. <laughs> You'd have to go to church right after. No. <laughs> huh. So they're, they're they're watching they're Talk watching the, the Tigers day. from their different locations uh-huh. here in 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 the United States, and so like every now and then I get a text like. It's like, man, like David Jones needs just need to pass the ball a little bit more, man. Like he keeps dribbling right. off his leg. Yeah, nine turnovers. Right. right, right. And so it's like, it's like, it's like, what are we doing defensively? You know, it's just uh-huh. it's little stuff that uh-huh. like stands out. And after a while, because you know, you know, you know, I'm about to. I don't, I don't know if you know this, John and Brian. Uh-huh. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm about to turn thirty. Well, damn, I'm three zero. Real? Yes, for real. I'm about to turn thirty. And I have been prioritizing my mental health the last oh, year and a half. Good for you, Zach. How do you do I that? Have... You start smoking weed? No, no. I, <laughs> no like the if I'm watching mushrooms, no. If I watch terrible basketball, terrible football games, I just turn it off and like mm. watch something else. Wow, so you haven't watched a lot of Tigers lately? Huh. I mean, I have, but then after a while, I just turn it off because it's like I need my, I need after like ten minutes of action. You're like, all right, yeah, what else yeah. Is going today? It's like, oh wait, wait, we're down fifteen with about five minutes left. Yeah, let's go ahead, yeah, turn it know. off. Like I, I'm not, I good don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to sit here and like get angry and start yelling and like I don't break furniture but I know somebody break furniture Ooh. out there but I'm 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 not that dude so yeah. like the best thing for me is like to not watch it like Smart. lower the blood pressure a little bit Good you know exactly. just think just think about the learn long term effects That's right you know but I do think I do think they got to fix something got like to. something got to give with this tiger team like it's 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 getting to the point where where all the work that you have done in the non-conference has been has been wiped away with this three-game losing streak. It's everything's been wiped away, and I think Lenardi he still has the Tigers. Like he, I think nine he put out the seed, yeah, yeah nine seed, and I think he's like the first four by mm-hmm. one of the first four by teams. So it's like yeah. like St. John's, Rick Pitino, yikes. man, like. Like Terrible. almost a month ago, they three were talking seed. about three, two seed, and now we're like almost like one of the first four out. Like it's 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 just a harsh reality that kind of needed to happen because they've been they have been skating the last few games without fixing this issue. How about this, Zach? The Barking Crow has their NIT bracketology out. This was from Friday, so I hadn't been updated yet since the Tigers. The Barking Crow, great website. Everybody go check it out. But they do NIT bracketology. Um, Shout out NIT Stew. They have the Tigers as a second seed in the NIT. This was posted Friday. 
Against Richmond. Oh, what a great matchup that would be, Richmond. Jacob mm-hmm. Gilliard's Richmond Spiders. That's right. That's right. Mm. Old Spiders. NIT. Uh, but Joe Lenardi also has Richmond in the NCAA tournament as well as Memphis. So, you know, who knows? Yeah. Well, they Memphis got it. They, is holding on by the hair of their chinny they chin. They also have chin, the Tigers bro. in the Old well, Miss The good thing region. we can say, that? the one positive thing I can say about Memphis. A rematch. <laughs> they play the worst three teams possibly in America their next three games. Ah, uh, debatable, if they, You haven't watched Monday win, basketball? If they don't win by <laughs> double digits, we got problems. I mean, we, yeah, I we've always got problems. Problem. But we... We get Their next three around. games, the team's combined record, what is it, 3-19 and 19 in conference, I believe? I did that is yesterday. That right? I can't remember. Man, I, that's coming from the top of my brain, but my brain's a little slow sometimes. <laughs> they get rice. rice. Okay, here it is. They're 3-20 and 20 on the season. I was close. 3-19. I didn't. I, I was under by one. Three wins, 20 losses. That's Wichita State, Rice, and Temple. And those are their next three opponents. And they rank... 228, 151, and 245 on Kim Palm. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah terrible. So that's just the. So expect a career day out of the rice. <laughs> out of the rice. Right. Expect, expect all three of these teams to shoot 45% from three. Oh, that's terrible. That's oh, terrible. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, we've got to take a quick timeout because we have to head on to a little bit of hardwood on the other side. Zach, thanks for your time. Follow him at Rack City. Zach, listen to him from 7 to 11 every single morning right here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Start your day with Sports 56 mornings with Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10, right here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. All the wisdom of the universe is in these bones. <laughs> now back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. Hanging out with Brian Dacus. It's a beautiful Tuesday, man. Had a lot of fun today. We talked a lot of college basketball with David Cobb and Zach Boyd. We talked also some NBA with Mr. Boyd. We broke down a lot of, uh, you know, a little football action. A lot of people out there are talking a lot of football, man. Uh, we got a text in that says, Patrick Mahomes has as many postseason wins as Peyton freaking Manning. Damn, dude. Patty don't play no damn games. He don't play no games. Another person says, John, Johnny, please keep betting on Mahomes. Keep betting on Mahomes because, man, the dude is, he's nails. 10-1-1 against the spread. And uh, we also have, dude, if you look at Brock Purdy's annual salary and then Arch Manning's NIL income, it's astonishing. I absolutely uh, believe that one, 100%. That's crazy to think about that. And then my man Randy came in and he said, JR, I look at it like this. If I were a Kansas City player, where would I rather play? Buffalo on the road, Baltimore on the road, or San Francisco on a neutral field? Man, I answered San Francisco 100%. Is that how Randy talks? I don't know, man. I just like the fact that I like giving people a little bit of personality. I like it. You know, I appreciate it. Randy taps in. I don't know, one day Randy could call in and we'll figure out it, and then I can impersonate him as best I can. Hang on, I like that. 
But I, I, I think it was a good accent that I gave him. I liked it, yeah. And I'll tell all you people out here something very, very important. Because we're about to get into a little bit of Hardenwood where it feels so good. I got some fun stories. I got some scary stories. You know those Stanley Cups? Yeah. Those things are dangerous. Are they? They got lead. They're made with lead. Interesting. They had to come out there and say, well, the lead's not on the inside of the cup. It's just with the paint on the outside. Because a lot of people are going crazy with those Stanley Cups. So people do me a favor. You know, I care about you. Don't be putting, like, be careful with them Stanley Cups, bro. Check on that lead situation. And, man, you know what? Maybe just put your uh, Tito's in a glass. Mm. Oh, man. People, if you're struggling, if you bet on the Baltimore Ravens last week and you lost, life handed you a lemon. But you don't need to freak out. You don't need to fret. And you definitely don't need to stress. You just need to make a lemon drop. And you need to make sure it's with the best. And that's Tito's Handmade Vodka. Oh, my goodness. Crafted and steeled right here in the United States down in Austin, Texas. Made 100% from corn. Makes it 100% gluten-free. And this vodka is six times distilled and stilled in classic copper pots. Gives it a very unique flavor, slightly sweet, and a black pepper note balances everything out. It doesn't matter if you're crafting a cocktail or drinking it neat. Get your Tito's on today. Let's go to Hardenwood. This is Access Hardenwood. Holy moly. I just told you don't put your Tito's in this Stanley Cup because those famous mugs, they have now admitted, okay, that the lead, they, they keep saying they are safe by United States standards, but they do have lead in the paint and the outside of them. Mm. And um, I don't know if you know this, they're finding trace amounts can be found like inside the product from a couple people who've been doing it. Like, uh, you know, a lot of people are talking about these dead gum, like they're, you know, the manufacturing process and the way they paint these little things on the outside. Yeah. Man, you don't want lead because you know it makes you like stupid. It's bad for your brain. Lead is not good. Lead in your head makes you brain dead. John, have you gone to like a <laughs> store and seen the like I've never seen the Stanley Cups. There's well they're, they're sold out everywhere. I mean we Well, you know what? All you people are dumb because you're buying a a, a a toxic metal. It's on the you know the and outside of your either, cup. Like and by the bucks. way, the whole bottom part of it is also made with lead. Like the little bottom bottom part it says. It says um they got lead detected on the bottom of the Stanley quencher. And um, they also have agents uh, in the colors, the color scheme with heavy metals and all this lead check. People did all this stuff, and it's bad stuff, man. Interesting. But then they, the Stanley came out and said, but they did pass. Here, we do comply with all U.S. and state regulations. Mm. They're saying, like, yeah, we got a little bit on the bottom and a little bit of the paint, but, hey, we, you know, we passed U.S. and state regulations. Well, U.S. and state regulations must really suck. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. You know what happened in Flint, Michigan? Remember, they said the water was safe to drink. That's right. They poisoned all them folks. Yeah, I don't think. Unfortunately, John, I don't think a little don't bit of lead them. is going to stop people from buying these things. I mean, they, it is incredible. We've gone to Target. Well, don't be like stupid four, and don't buy them. We've gone to like four different Targets and like you four were different looking times. for a lead cup. No, 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 no. We're just we're just shopping, and we'll walk yeah, by, right. and they have like a Stanley at Target or whatever, and. I've never seen one Stanley in those. Now, I will say Munda has like three Stanley Cups. She loves her Stanley Cups. Um, but yeah, I don't think I don't think a little bit of lead stopping anybody. Bro, this is 
this is just terrible. Everybody's <laughs> stupid. And now I know why everybody needs this because did you hear what Elon Musk did yesterday? No, I did not. So you know how he's like always throwing about some crazy stuff, like just a bunch of nonsense, and then he'll talk political stuff, and then he'll Mm -hmm. chat back with somebody, and he'll argue with this person, and he'll do this. And then all of a sudden he drops, the first human received an implant from Neuralink yesterday. Did they really? Oh, that's terrifying. And they're recovering well. Oh, that's terrifying. Do you know what Neuralink is? Yeah, it's the little chip that they can put in your head, and it will help you. It's actually put in your brain. They've been putting it in monkeys' brains, Mm -hmm. okay? And monkeys have been like playing on computers and like turning on TVs and stuff mm-hmm. with their brains, man. And now they put one, the first one, in an actual human being. It says it's going to enable this person to control their iPhone, their any type of phone, their computer, um, any device. Um, it says that they're going to be able to close their garage with their mind. Um, now, the reason that now the the call the reason he's doing this is great. Like, I mean, it's because like think about somebody like you know Stephen Hawking. You remember him? Yeah. Real smart dude, but he was in the wheelchair and couldn't talk, and the computer had to talk for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Well, imagine if he had a Neuralink. Then he could just activate the computer and talk to it and do all kinds of things with just by thinking about it. It would make his life a lot easier. Sure. And they also think that eventually they're going to have the prosthetic limbs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you put this in your head, all of a sudden, bro, you can just be a brain and you get up basically and you got a robot body and you're like break dancing and stuff, maybe playing a little bit of ball. Telling you, man. Crazy stuff. Sure is crazy. I ain't stuff. sticking one in my brain. Though. No, I'm not either. I don't need one. Um, John, speaking of, of sticking things in your brain and just weird technology, have you seen the uh, Apple Vision Pro? They're about to come out with. I have no um, idea Apple's. what that is. Okay, so do you know what a um, like do you know these VR headsets like the uh, Oculus? Yeah, like like I that, know what that like is because uh, whatever. Chas's little nephew has the Oculus. Right. Man, that thing's nuts. So this is the exact same thing, but it's Apple who's making it, and so they've they've released commercials for. I think it's coming out like in a month or so, a couple months. It's about to release. Damn. It's basically just a VR headset. But the thing is, is if I, if if I'm wearing it, you can see my eyes unless like it's transparent unless I have unless I'm watching something and then it goes like colorful or something like that and you can't see my eyes if I'm like doing something on it. And it sounds like a good idea, like these VR headsets and like I think they have a deal with ESPN where you can like sit down and put this on. And you can have like. Four different games going, and you can have a bunch of stats on the side and stuff like that. Like, it looks really cool. The only thing is these commercials are terrifying to me because the commercials just show people doing, like, everyday activities with this, like, giant headset on their face. And you can see their eyes through it. And I just feel like in a couple of years, we're just going to be, like, walking around and everybody's going to be having these, like, VR headset over their eyes. And it's just going to become, like, a normal thing. And it's so weird to me. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, bro. The future, though. It's kind of scary, man. I don't even know how to play video games. But I will tell you what I do know about. Rajon Rondo is not supposed to have a gun. Did you know yeah, that? How about that? He had a gun and he was smoking weed in his mm-hmm. car and he got pulled over for a regular traffic stop. And then they're like, yo, dude, you're smoking weed, man. Yeah. And well, he wasn't smoking them when they pulled him over, but they could smell, uh-huh. um, you know, the, 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 the pungent smell of a little marijuana uh-huh. stank yep. coming out of his window. Cops like, can I search your car? And he's like, of course, because, you know, I smell weed or I have probable cause to do it, so there's nothing you can do. Found a bag of weed, found a gun, Rondo got arrested. Speaking of drugs, though, you won't believe this. The world's largest cocaine bust happened. Okay. Yes, it was the Ecuador's armed forces. They busted. A, just check out what they get. 
22 tons of cocaine. Mm. Holy cow. 22 tons of yayo. That's crazy. That's $1.1 billion if you got $50 a gram. Wow. I mean, that's 50,000 kilos. Uh Uh-huh. That's a lot. Damn. That's a lot of yay. A lot. Dude, Tony Montana, I don't, I don't think like, he had I don't like how you tons. sniffed like that, John. <laughs> uh, wrong story to be sniffing like that. <laughs> I'm stopped up, man. Need a uh-huh. little Sudafed. <laughs> oh, that was just that. That just ca- cracked me up. And then, speaking of drugs, this is ridiculous. I'm a little bit ticked off. Um, there's a racehorse that just tested pot- positive for meth. What? Yep, it just won. Um, in the Ohio little running wow. uh, last weekend. It runs, it runs, it runs, it wins. Not last weekend, I'm sorry. It ran on September 3rd. It so like won. A half, half a year How ago. come it took this long to get his drug test back? It just got the drug test back. Interesting. How do you drug test a, uh, a horse? Make it pee in a cup. Interesting. Swab its mouth. Yeah, but a horse can't like take its pee blood. on command. You well, you could. I know you really actually wouldn't want to, blood, man. That would be hard. Yeah, <laughs> that would be samples. difficult to get a. Woo, um, you would just take some blood, man. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, man. But dude, my man is jacked up on um some meth, and of course the damn horse won the race. Yeah, no wonder he won. Like it went out there and smoked. Now the thing that was sad is like. Like this is like I mean everybody's ticked off the dude the dude who uh, gave the meth to the a horse the horse trainer guy mm-hmm. he's going to be uh, suspended for a year and he had to give back forty five hundred dollars in winnings the the horse owner did yeah but dude only a year suspension and you're giving your horse meth I feel like that <laughs> I don't know man like I, I feel like that would almost be a lifetime yeah. ban or or maybe like jail time yeah bro like dude <laughs> you can't be giving your horses methamphetamines that's not good for the horse's heart John I'm really disappointed in us um, by the way. Kids don't um, do drugs. No, Seriously, don't. Um, John, I'm, I'm disappointed in us because we talked a lot of NBA basketball today, and we completely buried the the lead in the NBA. I should actually open up a, like a little slot out front for all kids. If you have any drugs, just drop them in the box mm. for me. Oh, like the uh, like the gun. I won't tell anybody. I won't like, tell anyone. Yeah, the police will like give you like a. Like I'll dispose $50 of them for safely. all the guns or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Drug buyback program to get the drugs <laughs> off the streets. Um, John completely buried the NBA lead of the day. Um, what Lamelo Ball is uh, of, uh, a sh- no. What's the NBA lead no. of the day? Uh, ben Simmons returned to action. Oh, last did he night. like uh, play good? Eighteen minutes double? off the bench, almost eighteen minutes off the bench. Ten points, eleven assists, eight rebounds, and a steal and a block. Zero turnovers for Ben Simmons. John. Ben Simmons might do be it back. twice. Do it more Good than point. once. Come on, do Ben Simmons, please. Do it again, John. Do it again. Let's see what what the Nets' schedule uh, shapes up like. Let's see. Uh, next game. Uh, what's today? Tuesday. Tomorrow night at home against Phoenix. Okay, you do it again tomorrow night against Phoenix. Cool. Then you got to do it on the road, and that will be Saturday night against the 76ers. So these next two games, we'll really figure out if Ben Simmons is back. I'm with the Suns, man. Y'all do me a favor. Don't touch the dial. We got to close things out with a couple bets on the other side. Sports 56 98 5 FM. Be sure to follow us at Sports 56 WHBQ on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to watch live video of our shows, stay up to date with station events, and have chances to win prizes. Don't miss out on anything that's going on. Follow us 
at Sports 56 WHBQ. All the wisdom of the universe is in these bones. <laughs> now back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio, hanging out with Bryant Dacus. Man, we're closing things out on a Tuesday. Uh, tomorrow we're going to get busy, busy, busy because um, we got Dustin started to do a little bit of wrestling. But 12 o'clock, we're going to get all up into what we watched last week in the National Football League. Start our preview with Russell Copeland at noon. So get ready for a little NFL preview tomorrow with Cope. And today, if you're going to gamble, I'm just backing my good buddy David Cobb from CBSSports.com. Don't know if I really like anything, and I want to put it. Didn't work out for us last week, John. Yeah, hey, 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 he said go with Kentucky. He's trying to. He's (laughs) he's even betting against his alma mater. He says South Carolina is going to muck it up. They're going to keep it close. They're going to cover the plus fourteen and a half. So go Gamecocks, and remember. The South Carolina women's team covered it last week for us on Tuesday against LSU. Was it Tuesday or Wednesday? Uh, I don't remember. Well, last week I won some money, dead gum. I think it was Wednesday, actually, last week. I think it was Wednesday. But, um, Three and one in college basketball last night for me, John. How about that? Did you really? Uh, yeah. You got to play? I, I do not play right oh, now. Oh, man. Well, thanks, Dacus. Sorry. For Brian Dacus, I'm John Harden. Get out there and make the world a better place. We're going to see you on the flip side. Peace. Another day.